right, all right. Day 141. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right, so Psalm 73. Psalm 73. All right, here here we go. When we created the calendar, if you subscribed um, to the joint, I messed up in the creation of it. So I overlapped some days. So today uh, we're only doing one chapter, Psalm 73, and I think... Yeah, it's a good one in the providence of God. I'm glad that I messed up so that we really get some time to spend here. Yeah. And then we'll pick back up tomorrow, Psalm 74 to 77. And then I don't think there's any other mess ups throughout the rest of the time. But if there is, we'll just do something like this. Yeah, make up for it. Yeah. Right. So Psalm 73 opens up and it's, you know, the first Psalm of book three. So the yep. Psalms is broken up into five books and the first three Psalms are kind of talking, I mean, the first three uh, books of the Psalms are talking about how do we live in the midst of hope of a coming king, right? And right. so uh, we're looking for this king to come and save us and fulfill uh, all the promises of God. So he opens up this way. He says, yo, God is indeed good to Israel, to the pure in heart. But as for me, my feet almost slipped. My steps nearly went astray for I envied the arrogant. I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They have an easy time until they die and their bodies are well fed. It's so funny, bro. Uh, In like the original language, he's literally like, man, they literally have fat bellies <laughs> from eating so good, dog. He's like, man, God, I'm I'm out here starving, running for my starving. life, working. And now I look at all these people that are doing all types of foolishness and it seems like their life is easy like we all like you know that feeling to yes be to to work so hard to do everything right and feel like life is so hard and things are not going your way Mm. and then to look around at people right that don't even care about god just at all bro yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i could think of man for us um yeah me and chandra um uh, we've yeah struggled with unexplained infertility for years, and anybody that knows this knows yeah. this story. And early on, bro, it's so hard because it's like here we are, you know, trying to do the right thing, didn't have sex before marriage, tried to stay pure, got married, did yeah. things the right way, and we wanted something good from God and mm. didn't get it. But then, man, we look around and it seemed like yo, people are just. Having kids left and right. They're not even yeah. trying. They mm. Folks ain't married. It's all of this stuff. And you just look and say, yo, I mean, you come to the conclusion that he did in verse 13. Like, yo, have I did all this stuff in vain? Right. right. Yeah. So, yeah, he picks up, man, in verse 6. And he's like, therefore, pride is their necklace. Right? Yeah. He says, you know. And violence covers them like a garment. So it's not just that they disobey you, God, and they're getting rewarded. They flaunt it, right? They're arrogant, yeah. They're arrogant. They flaunt it pridefully. They esteem it as virtue. They celebrate these things, and they wear it as a status symbol. But one of the things I love is that he's like, basically, man, he's bringing, bringing his frustrations to God in the context of worshiping him. Yeah. Right. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Right. But but we what we do is we take our frustrations out with God 
to yeah to nobody like we don't even we don't take it to god we don't worship him we don't have the dialogue right we have the doubts but we don't have the dialogue i think you said that before yeah and that's where yeah problems started coming man yeah yo um i think it was Tremper Longman that said this, but uh, he had this book, Cry of the Soul, where he goes through the Psalms. And one of the things that he brings up is this, um, every emotion is a theological statement, right? Mm. So it's not, so when we're saying like, man, life is hard. I can't believe life is this way. I can't believe life did this. What he's saying is, no, no, no. What you're really saying is, man, I can't believe God did this, right? Yeah. God, why would you let that, right? So those of us that know that God is in control of the world, that when we think about these theological, or when we think about these emotions that we feel, if we substitute God for life, then we realize that we don't have to just let our emotions float aimlessly mm-hmm. and control us, absolutely, yeah. but we get a chance to direct, right, Um our frustrations to God and the the question that man really just stirred up in me as I read this is yo John where do you go for answers to your most troubling emotions right mm. and this is what he does he's like God it doesn't make any sense but here's what I love man he brings it to God mm-hmm. so he's like God this doesn't make any sense and that's not an indictment or a statement, it's a question, right? Yeah. God, this doesn't make any sense. Right. Help me make sense of this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And man, verse 17, everything changes, bro. And he says, right. until I entered God's sanctuary, mm. then I understood their destiny. Right. And that was just like powerful to me, bro. It was like yeah. how all of a sudden, and many people speculate about this verse. Did he go in a sanctuary and see sacrifices? Like what did he see? Right. But regardless, he was in the presence of God. He he, right. he came into the Lord's presence. And verse 28 seems to add to this where it says, but as for me, God's presence is my good, right? Mm. I've made the Lord God my refuge so I can tell about all you do. Regardless of our situation, our nearness to the Lord, yeah, always. Ah, uh, that's good. Always, always, always flips our perspective right side up. Right? right. Always deep fellowship and intimacy and nearness with God is the way through. Right. This is yeah. this is the way to make sense of what you see. Right. Yeah. In your life and in the world, man. Yeah. Yo. Uh. So this kind of feels like um, if you go to a movie set, right, and they have like. Yeah, your mountain range or all of these rocks. Oh, yeah, it yeah. looks stable. It looks secure until you run up on it and you see, oh, it's really paper mache. It's not as heavy and firm as it looks, right? Mm. So if you judge it, right, if you judge your ability to bust through it or sit on it by what you see on the outside, um, you're not going to get a true picture of what it is. And that's what he says. He's like, yo, Man, when I stopped judging God's goodness by the things that I saw in the present, um, and I started to judge God's goodness in light of eternity, mm-hmm. then good, I yeah. realized that, yo, what I feel like I don't have right now, I have so much more of. And what I feel like they have right now, they really don't have that. Yeah, yeah. It was C.S. Lewis at GK. Chesterton, uh, yeah, th- that said, uh, 
He who has God and everything has nothing more than he who has God alone, right? Yeah. And so I love the solution to the envy that he faced was uh, in realizing what he really had in God, right? Envy mm -hmm. um, only has power over us when what our hearts want most deeply can be outdone, right? So right now it's like, you know, I upgraded to the latest iPhone. You know, I got an iPhone 12 Pro and I don't okay. envy nobody's, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't envy nobody's phone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's until next year when they come out <laughs> with a new one, right? The when mine one. is outdone, then there's something else that I want. And yeah. so if what we set our hearts on can be outdone or made obsolete, then envy always has power over us. But if what we want our hearts on is God, right? God can't be outdone, improved upon, right? There's not a 2022 model that's going to come out. He's stable. He's secure. And that's what he says here, Dan. Yo, who have I in in heaven but you mm. uh, and on earth, right? There's nothing I desire Sorry. besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, mm. but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. God can't be outdone. And when our hearts are set completely on him, uh, envy is evicted. Yeah. I love that part about the eternal, bro, because he's basically like, man, they can have fun while it lasts, bro. While They're, it lasts. It's all short-lived. It's all... Right going to wither away soon right. like sooner 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 than you think <laughs> right. right and their hourglass is running thin like yeah man and then words of my man drake man they can laugh now but they gonna, they're gonna <laughs> cry. cry later if they're not right yeah if they don't have their hope in the one true god man oh man i love it ah yeah. right, let's pray father i pray that you would help us to set our hope completely on you would you remind us that uh, we have no reason to uh envy what we see in anybody else's life externally, Father, because we are reminded that eternally we have you uh, completely and fully, Lord. Help us to live in that truth today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.